You're listening to Hey guys, welcome back to First of All, a real unfiltered conversation on career, family, relationships, and culture. I'm your host, Mindy Chang, and thanks so much for tuning in for this episode. As you may have noticed, I didn't say this week's episode because we may be doing more than one. For those of you who have been following along on this crazy path of First of All, y'all know that I've been having specific challenges and struggles with consistency. Now, this is a really big theme in my life, and I've been listening to a lot of different philosophers and instructors and coaches and uh, honestly just like vloggers and thinkers out in the universe to help figure out how I wanted to navigate all of this craziness. Um, Everyone's on the same page. We're good on the fact that 2020 is absolute dumpster fire. But it's like a dumpster fire that's like burning out all of the the, the trash in our lives, um, I think, personally, for me. So I take that as a good thing. So in light of this dumpster fire, we're having to survive a lot. We're having to figure out a lot and we're transforming a lot. And that's the part that I really wanted to bank on and speak on because one of the themes that have been coming up repeatedly recently in all of these different teachings that I'm listening to um, is inspired action. So If you've been listening to First of All for a long time, there have been different moments in time where I have struggled with consistency. I have struggled with self-discipline, following a timeline, figuring out deadlines, doing the whole like, what am I supposed to do to have the best and awesomest podcast on the planet? And it's been a point of friction for me. It's been a point of um, frustration and stress for me to keep up with this schedule that I personally didn't even like strategically set or plan. (laughs) So it's like I'm trying to impose a certain schedule that I haven't even really committed to in the first place. It's just weird. We're getting weird. And so in light of that, I'm working on the, the counterpart of like, how can I create a process for me to actually stick to a process? I don't know if we're off on a good foot right now, but bear with me. I want to have a plan. But sometimes creating the plan and sticking with the plan makes me not want to make a plan. Does that make sense? Because creating the plan makes me so stressed out and so pressured to abide by it that I end up doing nothing. Does that make sense? So I still want to execute. I still want to perform. I still want to create things. I still want to have output. I still want to make podcasts and put them out there. But something about at this current moment, in this moment in my life, was really struggling with the whole planning thing. So I wanted to give myself space to allow flow. I was like, I don't want this whole plan situation to block myself from actually making the things that I want to make. So in light of the fact that I'm struggling with this whole planning thing, I'm still going to set this as an intention. Like I want to plan and I want to have, my goal is to have a weekly podcast. And if for any reason, it becomes too much of a stressor on my life to meet that, I'm going to give myself some space and grace to not do that. I'm not going to kill myself over it. I'm not going to beat myself up because I recognize at this point, if I do that, I'm just going to stop altogether. It will literally stop me in my tracks because it doesn't feel good. I'm going to be so filled with guilt and shame that I'm just not going to move forward, period. And I don't want to do that, again, because my intention and my goal is to to put out content and to 
um, say things and share conversations to help people because that's my bigger why. That's my bigger purpose. So I want to give myself space to flow, still aspire for the planning, still aspire for the executing in a weekly fashion, but also give myself space to like not. That's where I'm at. (laughs) And then in light of that, I was attracting different. um, See, I feel like the algorithms kind of like fit my where I'm at in life. And I was um, stumbling upon a lot of these lectures and videos and philosophies on inspired action, that doing inspired action versus forced action is infinitely better, that it is more impactful, that it's more effective, that it is uh, it's just going to be so much more beautiful and authentic and relevant than when you're forcing yourself to do something that you internally, physically, psychologically, emotionally just don't want to do. And I've been messing with that. I've been really, really sitting with that. I'm not done thinking about that. But in light of that, I felt like I wanted to give myself a fun challenge because I like doing things that are fun. I like doing things that feel inspired. And I was like, that really resonates with me. And I want to feel out when I feel inspired to do things. I want to stop beating myself up for not doing the things that I quote unquote should do because y'all know that's my favorite word, JK, I freaking hate that word. Um, I'm also trying to reconcile with that word. But instead of doing things only if and only when I should, which creates a lot of resistance in me internally, I'm going to do things when I feel inspired to. I felt inspired to record something to share with all of you. There have been times where I've been really inspired to record something for first of all, or for my Instagram, whatever, for a lot of different reasons, resisted it. I have stopped myself dead in my tracks because I was like, oh, well, that's not relevant right now. I already have a backlog of episodes that I need to get out and that I need to stay consistent on and throwing something random in there is just going to like screw up my pace and it's going to confuse my audience and X, Y, Z. Like I'll have a laundry list of reasons not to do something. And here's the thing, if that's your thing and that you're that self-disciplined and strict on your um, output of your content or whatever, I'm not saying you're wrong to do that. I'm speaking specifically for me, for my brain, my content, and my life. Those thoughts and those ideas have restricted me from sharing thoughts that I thought were really relevant at a specific moment in time that I felt really passionately to speak on. And that started to really bother me. It started to build up inside of me of like, why do I keep stopping myself when I have these moments of inspiration to stifle that voice? There's something really like, I wonder, because I'm backtracking, think of all the things that I have inside of me that I'm working through and unpacking and healing, which is a lot of my anger and a lot of my own self-doubt and a lot of my fear of failure and um, fear of vulnerability and putting myself out there. I'm like, if those are the things I'm struggling with, and if I have these moments of inspired actions, but yet my behavior and my response to those inspired reactions is to stop it dead in its tracks for XYZ reasons, for XYZ rationalization, for XYZ justification, am I really helping myself? Am I helping myself? I started to wonder on that. I don't have a conclusive answer, but I started to wonder. I was like, what if I responded differently? What if I removed those self-imposed limitations, these these rules and social media content, you know, recommendations, and just went with my own freaking flow? What if I acted when I was inspired to? What if I didn't over-rationalize, over-justify, over-criticize the thing that I felt inspired to do and instead just went ahead and did it. This is so it's like a testing ground. So this is me testing this um this notion and this concept and this theory is 
just to record because I felt inspired to and just to put it out when I felt in my gut was an appropriate time to put it out. This is 100% messing with my planned schedule, but let's just see if it helps people. So this is me pulling up, putting out a call to action, if you will. If at the end of this episode, if you so listen to this episode in its entirety, if you feel like it was helpful to you, if you felt like something I said spoke to you, please let me know. I really want to like A-B test this. I want to know if the way I spoke, the things that I said when I said it at the time, if it resonated with you, if it made an impact. I want to understand if this inspired action and me just putting myself out there yielded something good. Because that's what I really care about. I'm I'm using different measuring sticks, if you will. So this is me asking you, my beloved audience, I love every freaking one of you. Um, I want to move in a in a way that makes sense for me, that feels freer, that feels right, and see what that produces. So let me know, okay? Um, DM me, email me, whatever. Leave me a review if it was like great, because that also helps my channel. Um, let me know. Okay, so that's like the whole preface. What I wanted to say, this is the thing that I was inspired to say. This reminds me of like all these YouTubers that I listen to. And I'm like, wow, that was a lot of context. But I came here because of the title of what you said, get to the damn point. (laughs) So I'm doing what I hate. But you know what? Context helps. What I wanted to say, what I was inspired to say is that I've had a really jarring weekend. This long weekend of Labor Day, there was a lot in my personal life that um, moved me. Like a lot happened that I don't care to share right now, but I care to speak on in light of it. There have been a series of conversations and a series of relationships that have revealed to me the tremendous inner struggle that a lot of people are going through, specifically lately men, um, mostly cis heterosexual men. And It's really, I mean, I'm a data collector. I'm also like a scientist, right? And I'm taking in what is happening right now. There's an energy, there's a shift, there's a transformation that's happening. It's not exclusively men, but it's a lot of men. And I think it's also, in my wondering, speaking on the masculine energy. The masculine energy that I have come to understand at this point is really about power, it's about dominance, it's about, um, you know, making, staking your claim. It's about aggressiveness. It's about moving forward and making things happen. Whereas like a feminine um, energy is more about receptivity, receiving and nurturing. And in general, I just, you know, on the whole, and I've said this in previous episodes, I believe that there's been a massive imbalance in the masculine energy. And we've talked about toxic masculinity in the past, but there's been a massive imbalance in our universe of masculine energy, of asserting dominance, craving and taking power, um, and not enough space for the nurturing, for the quiet, for the rest, for the um, receiving love and having peace and calm to balance out all of that aggression and all of that power. That's the general like imbalance that I think has happened in our world. I credit that a large part to like the dominance that men have, lots of men have asserted in domineering how the world runs and works. I don't think men and masculine energy is fundamentally bad. I think there's so much beauty to it. I have a lot of it in me. 
And I think in order for things to flow in a good way, there needs to be a balance. And I think that currently on a very cosmic and spiritual level, I believe that that's what made coronavirus happen and spread the way that it has. If you think of all the different power systems at play, it makes a lot of sense. And in in response to that, there is this pulling back, this retracting of energy, this rest and this isolation that we're all going through because we need to balance that energy out with that that counterbalance energy, which is the feminine energy of rest, receptivity, nurturing, um, healing, all of that. There needs to be a balance. And I think that's I, ideally the way that we can move forward is balancing those energies. So I'm looking at the fact that a lot of men um, in my universe and even outside my universe, I recognize there is a breaking down of these walls and these preconceived notions and and. Um, a vulnerability that's emerging, whether by choice or just because we've just reached that tipping point of breaking down these barriers and these walls and maybe reaching like a low point or a tipping point or a breaking point, whatever you want to call it, to recognize that it cannot keep going this way. Does that make sense? It can't keep going in this go, go, go fashion in all of these toxic behaviors and subconscious beliefs and mentalities because all it is yielding to us, all that is resulting from this this particular foundation is pain. It's pain and it's um, unhappiness, it's dissatisfaction, it is insecurity, it is fear. It is all these things that are like now being clear and clear to us. So because this is happening, I, I felt compelled to speak on it to a wider audience because this is where I'm coming to and me as a woman, me as a person, me as a host, me as a speaker, whatever. I just appreciate so much who the people who've spoken clearly and honestly from their awakenings. And that's all I want to do in this episode. I want to remind people, whoever you are, male, female, whatever, trans, non-binary, whoever, wherever you are. I just want to say I love you. I want to say that you're going to be okay. I feel very passionately, very strongly, very sincerely, and very earnestly that I need to put that energy out into the world. That wherever you are at and wherever you are feeling either on top of your mountain or if you're at the freaking bottom of your pit right now because you're struggling and you're trying to figure out what the hell is going on internally, and even if you've identified that you are struggling and you're just trying to figure out that next freaking step to go one foot in front of the other, other, that you're okay. You're okay. You're going to be okay. You are at where you are at for a reason. And that every part of that, whether, again, you are at the top of your mountain or if you're at the bottom of your valley, it has a purpose. It's there to teach you something. When we're at the top, We got to relish that. You have to milk that and appreciate that. Celebrate that. Celebrate yourself. Practice the gratitude because eventually you're going to be at the bottom of a pit again. That's the way life goes. It is an endless cycle. And that might sound like a downer, but I don't mean it in a downer way. I say that with kind of like this profound appreciation for life that we are always being taught lessons no matter where, when, or how we are, right? And 
it's a preparation and it's an it's a practice of endurance. It is um, a molding and a carving out of ourselves. It's a transformation of soul to further become better. Sometimes I didn't feel that. Sometimes I didn't adopt that mentality or have that attitude. Sometimes I felt like I felt like shit and that's all that I knew and that's all that I could foresee in the in the near future because I was in that darkness and I was just consumed by the despair or by the fear or by the hopelessness of that present moment. And that's real. And then I also realized through the grace of God, through my own wherewithal, or through the guidance of a friend or the love of my my, you know, partner at the time or whatever. Uh, again, an inspirational vlogger, YouTuber, podcaster. Something helped me get through that moment. Whether it's by my own devices or somebody else's, something helped me get through that moment. And getting out of that moment, it was a good reminder that even though it felt bleak and even though it felt like there was nothing but more pain, more hopelessness, more barriers, more work and effort ahead of me, I got through it and I could get through it. And I recalled and recognized in different moments that there were times in my life where I succeeded and I achieved and I was the best version of myself and I was proud of myself and that I was enjoying life to the fullest and I was surrounded by people that I loved and just basking in, in joy and feeling full and whole. I also recognize that there were those moments and those can seem so contrasting. They are, but I also think that contrast is for a reason. So I don't know. I just, there's been so much happening in my life and the people around me that I care about. And I know everybody is going through their struggle in their own way. And I also know that we're also projecting a lot on each other because of our own insecurities, because of our own um, darkness, or because we are feeling um, that much more insecure and helpless that we need to like maybe bring other people down. Or there's people around us that are trying to bring us down because, again, they're sitting in their darkness. It helps. It's It helped me to become aware of that to remember that on an intellectual level. Now, mind you, I do think that there's a separation between our thinking mind and our feeling heart. Um, and we're constantly working on getting those on the same page, but that's that's a, um, it can be a really big challenge. But all that being said, I just wanted to tell people that I love them and that I believe in them and that I know things will be okay. And that what pace that they're going at, that's gonna depend on you and, and how much, um, you know, just wherever you are. And it's fine. It's fine. Where you are is where you are. Resisting it might slow you down. It slowed me down. Resisting where I was slowed me down. Accepting where I was helped me. Accepting where I was did not mean I was going to stay there. Accepting where I was gave me grace and it gave me breathing room to just be like, okay, it sucks right now. And unconversely, it's like, okay, it's amazing right now. And being fully aware in hopefully maturity and wisdom that it's not always going to stay that way. Either way, in the darkness or in the light, it wasn't going to stay that way forever. Eventually, I'm going to reach another hard point. And or if I'm in my hard point, eventually I'm going to I'm going to get out of this. Both of those serve their purposes and just give yourself a break and know that there are people 
like me and many other people out there who freaking believe in you, who love you, who want you to succeed, who want you to have the fullest joy in your life, and who sees the value in like what you're going through. I also realize I can't save other people, like a sheer acceptance that I can't fix other people's lives. I can't save anybody. And nor is that my job to. And also realizing because in my life, there were people who helped me and supported me and they helped me kind of in their way, get me from one moment to the next for sure. Absolutely. Like we all impact each other. We influence each other. We inspire each other. We motivate each other. We comfort each other. We reassure each other. There's so much that we provide for one another. And I'm not trying to um, discredit that or take away from that or discourage that. We can. But at the end of the day, it is on us to walk our paths and figure out how, when, why, and what we want to do. That's on us. I think that that's beautiful. That's empowering because there's a satisfaction that I have in knowing that I also, that I walked my path and that I got to where I am now, right? So as much um, as I have appreciation for everyone around me who 100% definitely impacted my life and helped me get to where I am, I want to give credit to myself too, because that's the two feet that I can stand on now. Those are the two feet that I will continue to stand on moving forward. So give yourself some credit give yourself some grace, give yourself some love, give yourself breathing room, like give to yourself. It might be harder if you're in a dark place. Honestly, it can be hard even when you're in the place of light because I'm not used to giving myself tons of credit. Like I want to, when I'm in my place of light, sometimes I actually want to like credit other people like, oh, well, I didn't really do it. It's all because of like my friends and my brother and like God and like all that. Like I kind of actually deflect sometimes too in my light that it wasn't my doing. It was like everybody else's. Now at this current point in my life, I'm including myself in that crew that got me to my place of light. I hope that makes sense. I am also, I too participated in my own success. Therefore, I can also incrementally rely on myself moving forward in my place of despair, and in my place of light, okay? And I hope, I'm not, dig- I can't make you believe anything or think anything. I'm just putting it out there for you to receive. Hope you can receive the love that, that that's all I really care about, is that you receive the love that I, I'm intending to put out, um, that you feel comforted and empowered and inspired and motivated because I genuinely, I don't know you. Maybe I don't know your name. I've never met you. Maybe I never, ever will. But I believe in you, okay? Like, I I hope you can hear that. And again, let me know if you feel it. I believe in you. You you, You got this, girl. You could be a guy. I just call everybody girl. Okay, girl. Like, yes, queen, you can do this. Have faith. Trust yourself. Trust a higher power. Trust the universe, trust timing, and and handle it. You're handling it. Even when you feel like you're not handling it, you handling it, okay? You are handling it. Even when you feel like you're not, you are. Getting up and putting up, putting one foot in front of the other is handling it. Sometimes that's all we can do. Okay? So you don't have to move mountains every day, all day. There's a time and place for that. But if you're simply showing up, and putting your best effort, you're handling it. That's all I wanted to say. 
I love you and I believe in you and everything's going to be okay wherever you are at. It's going to be okay. And um, on the self-care note, I've I've had multiple episodes on self-care, but I also realized like different people are listening to different episodes at different points in time. I can't rely on like, oh, you've heard this or you haven't heard this, whatever. If I'm repetitive, so be it. It is what it is. Again, see how liberated and free I feel? With the self-care stuff, here's my attitude on it because I've been saying this to friends and I just want to reiterate it on air so that it can be recorded for all eternity for anybody to reference. If you're figuring out your self-care practice, you're figuring it out. And there's a gazillion ways to do it. My thing is with self-care that there's no formula. I don't know where you're at. I don't know your context. I don't know your personality. I don't know like your love language, your preference, your um, socioeconomic status. I don't know what's available to you for you to be able to employ certain tactics. But here's my thing. Just because I don't know where you're at and because maybe certain self-care things are less accessible to you or less desirable to you, doesn't mean that there isn't something available to you. Does that make sense? My thing with love is that love is gentle and nurturing and soothing and comforting and inspiring and all these beautiful things. That love is all those things. Love is also fierce. Love is also protective. Love is also strong and unyielding in a good way. It is steadfast. It is reliable. I think that's what love is as well. So in that, in that protective, fierce vibe, go all out. Go all out, honey. Like, go out all out for yourself. Use whatever is at your disposal to love on yourself. This is how we survive. This is how we're going to have to survive moving forward. It's my very um, strong belief and conviction. The The war that we may be entering into, and I think we have been in, is a war of self. You know, we're going to have less world wars in terms of like people maybe dying on the home front or abroad. I I mean, I don't even want to think about that. That's a whole other conversation. But I do think that our constant battle that has always existed and will continue to exist and may amplify, especially with the way that technology and politics and money and all this and power like is circulating and is in our face all the time in our life. I think the biggest battle that we are waging every single day is within ourselves. That is the battle that we're going to continue to wage, and that's the battle that we want to win and overcome. And it's going to take a lot of different tactics to do that. So coming back to the original thought about self-care, I can make a laundry list, and I will, about the different ways that we can employ self-care to to survive each day, sometimes each moment. That can be the positive self-talk. That can be journaling. That can be the yoga. That can be the high-intensity interval training. That could be taking a walk. That could be calling a friend, calling a family member, making a concerted effort to heal a relationship. It can be shopping. It can be gardening. It can be um, cleaning out your closet. So forget shopping. It can be like cleaning out your stuff and decluttering your life. It can be washing your dishes. It can be watching a movie that you enjoy. It can be creating a playlist of songs that make you feel wonderful, whether it's like your slow jams or your Spice Girls, I don't know, whatever is your cup of tea to suit your mood and to pay attention to your mood and understand that right now is actually a slow jams moment versus a a Spice Girls moment, which is literally what I've been doing almost on the daily during COVID. Um, 
It's watching a YouTube video that makes you laugh. It's disconnecting from all of your social media for however long you need so that you can regroup. It is unfriending people or stopping, like, muting or not following people on your social media anymore so that you can open your social media and feel good about what you're seeing and not feeling guilty about it. It's doing chakra work. Honestly, I'm all about it, and it's, like, literally like transformed my life because I was ready for it at the time to do certain, like, chakra work. And I'm blocking certain energies within yourself. Um, it's trying out a new workout, doing like dance if you feel awkward about dancing, because I certainly do. Um, practicing something that you sucked at and that you watch yourself get better at. That's me and yoga. I used to be really, really bad and weird and awkward with yoga. Now it's like a daily thing. Um, it's trying the meditating thing. It's doing breath work. I'm all about Wim Hof. Google that. It's dope. It's kind of unsettling and crazy, but it's really, really cool. Um, doing a sound bath, reading a book, um, drawing something, learning an instrument. I got back into piano, guys. Like, it's insane. It's like a different part of my being that's coming back to life, playing piano. Because now I'm not doing it because my mom's breathing down my neck. You know what I mean? I'm doing it because I want to do it. Um, going for a drive. Uh, supporting a, a nonprofit or, or charity that you believe in. It's calling your congressperson. Because you want to make a difference. All of those things can fall under self-care. Do you know what I'm saying? And there's so many different ways you can slice and dice it. And your mood is going to fluctuate and your circumstances are going to change. But what I'm here to remind you, A, besides that I love you, I believe in you, and everything's going to be okay, is that you have the agency to make something change in your life. And things are going to change. They're going to consistently change in your life. And so you're going to constantly have to pivot and recalibrate and re-execute whatever your tactics are. But I want to empower you that there are things at your disposal. In this moment right now, even if it's something as simple and small as taking some breaths, which I have been learning to do and it's changing my life because I didn't breathe, there are things that you can do. Go find frequencies on YouTube, you guys. I could just go on for the next 10 hours like listing out all my favorite self-care practices because... I've had to learn, like, what is my arsenal of things that I can do? And there are things that I had to adapt to because I was in complete survival mode. And I kind of still am because coronavirus and isolation and all that. But I'm much more in a place of thriving currently than I was before. And I know that I'm eventually going to reach another hard point in my life. Honestly, in this moment in time, it happens daily. Like, there's pretty much some point at some point in my day, every day, that I'm like, ooh, okay, this is, need a moment, need a breather, and such is life. This is the training I feel like we're going through to become, for lack of better words, like spiritual warriors. This is like leveling up to become next level human beings. We're adapting so drastically on the regular that I look at it in a very positive light. We are learning how to be practitioners of self-care that would not have been required of us if we were not challenged to do so. So again, if you're in your dark place, if you're going through your healing and recognizing traumas, bad habits, things that have hurt you, things that like caused you to not move forward in life the way that you want to, consider it. This is me getting kind of religious, but consider it pure joy. Like this, I don't know what chapter. Somebody out there knows. Is it the book of James? But when you're challenged, 
those are good things. So as sucky as it feels, remember that it's a good thing. This is you leveling up. Anyways, that is my inspired episode for right now. I'm pretty sure that I'm putting out two episodes this week. So ta-da, here we are. I'm also going to start live streaming. And uh, yeah, it's happening. Inspired action. This is my new <laughs> my new place in life. I just want to be able to be able to let my thoughts free a little bit more and stop being so rigid. Be intentional, be strategic, execute, but also be able to flow. Because I do want my inspired action ultimately to make an impact. That's what I care about the most is impact, making a difference. Less so about if I get a gazillion followers, if I make tons of money, I have other ways that I can make money. That's not the point of this podcast. <laughs> but as a byproduct, if I make more money, that's great because I want to expand my team. I want Again, I want to make more content. Like that's all I really care about. I want to have time to like post blogs and make YouTube videos. Currently, I'm doing a lot on my own. So it, it just isn't feasible. I'm not going to kill myself or overextend myself to do that because it's not right for me. If we reach that point in the near future, that'd be dope. Um, but if not, it's fine. I'll still have the podcast because that's what I've committed to. I have set my intention and I will follow through on that. Um, and I apologize because I know I've like put that out into the universe. Like I'm doing more YouTube and stuff. It is coming. I just need to figure out how to execute better. Anyway, I love all of you. I believe in you. Take care of yourself. Do the self-care. Take no prisoners for yourself. Love yourself fiercely. That means do whatever it takes. Do whatever it takes to feel good as a person, to be whole, to feel centered, grounded, loving, grateful. That is way easier said than done, but it's still worth the effort. Again, I love you and I believe in you. So thank you to Marvin. Sorry, Marvin, I'm like foisting a new episode on you, but I love you so much. Thank you for being a great audio engineer producer. And um, I'm a very proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective which is a collective of Asian American podcasters and storytellers. And uh, thank you to Uzu Han for use of his song Uzu Trap for his, the intro and outro. I'm excited. I love all you guys. Please follow along. Um, subscribe. Leave a five-star review if you so care to. I know I'm not your most conventional. Conventional? What the? Where did I even come up with that? Words are hard. I'm not your conventional podcaster, nor do I personally care to be anymore. I don't know. You're just keep catching me at a funny moment. I don't care to abide by certain rules anymore. Like I care to just, again, make an impact and go with my flow. It is what it is. I feel very free right now. I'm not your conventional podcaster, but again, that's not my intention. My intention is to make you think, to make you feel, and to inspire and empower you to make some kind of positive change that you want and need in your own life. That's it. Um, and if you'd like to support me, Go for it. I will receive it with so much gratitude. I freaking love and appreciate you, whether you do or don't. But you can become a Patreon patron. Go to patreon.com slash first of all podcast. You can also go to my link tree. It's in my Instagram at first of all pod. Um, you can PayPal donate if you feel like it. I have an Amazon wish list. Thank you to Brian. Uh, Brian's a fan and he gifted me with my very first first of all fan wish fulfillment. And I have my camcorder, which I put on the wish list as like, oh, like if I want to live stream, 
I wanted to be nice. And so he fulfilled that. And I took that as a sign from the universe that I got to, I got to, you know, I got no excuses. I got to start live streaming. It's been a thing that I've been flinching on for a long time. So anyway, thank you to Brian. That's so, so nice and kind and uh, wonderful of you. I will put that to good use. But yes, anyways, if you want to show love back to me, I will receive it and appreciate it. Go to those links. If not, content's still coming your way. Don't worry about that. Uh, I feel like my cup is overflowing and I just want to keep flowing with it. I love you. Take care of yourself. Support each other, love yourself, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Came in 88 with a dream also oh so bright-eyed. They knew right away, sink or swim, there's no lifelines. Cutting their teeth on the move, nobody's filling these shoes. Balling on a budget, at the golden arch, just super size number two. Cash. Way that the world ain't budging. Gotta make a power move. Deep in the darkest dungeons. I'm digging up my own Hey, Brian. Did you go to Saturday school as a kid? I sure did. Did you? Totally. Well, at our podcast, Saturday School, we don't teach a language, but we pass along the culture that we do know. And that's Asian American pop culture. Ada's a journalist, and I'm a professor and film festival programmer. We've watched a lot of great Asian American movies, and we want you to watch them too. Come listen to us as we look back at the pioneering films that have led us to today. 